Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nazir daf Tesvav. We are holding on daf Tesvav Amiral. We are at the Mishnah on Tesvav Amiral. This is the last daf of the second parak of Maseches Nazir. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. And Le'ili Nishmas, his mother, Golda Basimcha, Shalom, and is also sponsored anonymously. Le'zeich Nishmas, my grandfather, Moshe Dov Ben David, Zech We thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So the Mishnah is going to talk about what happens if we have uh, a certain type of overlapping Nizirios, meaning we're going to raise the possibility in today's Mishnah that you can have two Nizirios that are both counting on the same days, that you can fulfill two Nizirios at, uh, at the same time. If a person is Makabal and Nazirus for when uh, for Stam Nazirus when he has a son plus a 100 day Nazirus that it could be that Stam Nazirus is Muvla is swallowed up within the 100 day Nazirus. Then the Gemara is going to tell us a Chiddush of Rav that Rav is going to be Mechadesh that there's a certain circumstance where a single day of Nazirus will count as two days. It will count as uh, as uh, will a Mitzayim Kakulo on both ends of the day. It will count as two days. The Gemara is going to challenge Rav from a couple of places. Then the Gemara is going to try to figure out which Tana Rav is basing himself on, because such a Chiddush must be based on some Shita in Tanoim. So we're going to have two possibilities of which Shita in Tanoim that exists. One possibility relating to Halachos of Avelus. So we're going to have a little bit of a discussion of the Dinim of Avelus and how uh, Yom Tov uh, coming out in the middle of Avelus affects an Avelus. And the other the other uh, possible Tana is going to be a discussion of uh, of of uh, Tumas Ziva and how that's uh, how that relates to being ready to be to bring a carbon Pesach and the dinim the detailed dinim of the Tuma of Tuma of the Zavakatana is somehow one of the Shitos in Tanaim may somehow be a basis for Rav Shita and that discussion of the Shita of Rabbi Yossi with regard to Tuma is going to bring us to the end of the parak on Daf Tezayin Amr Aleph so let's begin on Tezvav Amr Aleph again we are at the Mishnah so the Mishnah discusses Discusses a nazirus that is chal within another nazirus. Hareini nazir l'kshieli ben. A person says that he's being makabel nazirus for thirty days. That should begin upon the birth of his son. And then he said, v'nazir me'ayom. He's also being makabel an additional nazirus of one hundred days that begins immediately. So he starts to count the one hundred days as soon as he makes that declaration. And then nola do ben ad shivim. If the son is born before he counted 70 days from the uh, the 100 day Nazirus. So the Nazirus pauses and he counts the Nazirus of his son that he was Makabal upon himself first because that was the first uh, Nazirus that he was Makabal. He was first Makabal in the Nazirus of his son and only then Makabal the 100 day Nazirus. So even though he started the 100 day Nazirus but on day 50 of the 100 day Nazirus he has a uh, he has a son so he starts observing the, uh, the, the Nazirus of his son but here's the Chiddush and lo hifsid klum he doesn't lose anything by observing that 30 day Nazirus in middle of the 100 day Nazirus those 30 days that he's knowing the Nazirus for his son count toward the Yemei Nazirus and he's a mashlim the Meayom and he's Megaleach and he brings two sets of of Karbanos one for the 100 day Nazirus and one for the Nazirus of Leidas Beno so even though as soon as the son is born he has to be mafsik the minyan niziruso, and he has to start counting the nazirus of his son. But since the main nazirus of his son are totally muvla in his 
own Yemein Nazirus because he has more than 30 days uh, left to his own 100 day Nazirus, those uh, 30 days count for both Nazirios. And the same would be true if, he, uh, if his son was born on, the day, on day 70 of his Nazirus, that he doesn't lose anything because since there's 30 days left, I mean, he doesn't have to be before day 70, on day 70 as well. And the, it's going to be Muvla in the uh, 100 day Nazirus. But if he first said, Hareini Nazir Me'ayom, and then said, Vin Nazir Likishayi Ben, so uh, where he's Makdim, he first is Mechabal Nazirus for the Nazirus of, uh, uh, of uh, his 100 days and then the Nazirus of his son then we don't uh, then those days won't count toward both Nazirios first he has to finish his own Nazirus of 100 days and then he would uh, be Mona the Nazirus of Beno that's what Tosas writes on Dafid Gimelon Beis in Dibra Maskil Harani and that's what uh, the Rush writes in the name of Rabbi Tam as well the Svara is that since he was Makabal the Nazirus of 100 days before the Nazirus of the birth of his child, the Nazirus of the birth of his child is not going to be Chal until he finishes the 100 days. It's not Nivla Betocha. Uh, that's the way uh, uh, that, that, that's the way Tosus understands, that's the way the Rush understands. However, there are other Rishonim that understand that the Din of our Mishnah is even if he was Maktim his own 100 day Nazirus to the acceptance of the Nazirus of his son. He said, Areni Nazir Me'ayom Vin Nazir Ben that if his son is born, Ad him within 70 days of his own 100 day Nazirus, the Rush quotes such a day that it's Mavlia, the Nazirus of his son, within those 30 days that remain, and he could be Megaleach and bring two sets of Karbanos. But the Mishnah goes on to say, La'achar Shivim, if uh, his son is born after he's already been Nohag, uh, past day 70, after he's been knowing more than 70 days of his 100 day Nazirus. So, since what's, what remains of his 100 day Nazirus is less than 30 days, so then, so sir Shivim. Then he's going to be uh, Mafsik, the uh, the Nazirus, and he counts the Nazirus of his son for 30 days. It doesn't count toward uh, the Nazirus of, uh, of it, 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 those uh, days, won't count for both. She'en teglachas pachos mishloshim yom. Over here, the Lashon teglachas means Lashon of uh, Nazirus. It doesn't mean a Lashon of, of shaving the hair. It just means that uh, Nazirus in general um, is, uh, it really should have said a phrase a nazirus pachos mishloshim yom, but the Tani uses the lashon teglachas to tell me that the uh, that at the conclusion of the nazirus of his son he's not megaleach because if he'd be megaleach at the conclusion of the nazirus of his son he wouldn't be able to be megaleach after his one hundred day nazirus because then he wouldn't have thirty days of gidel seir so uh, so that's why he wouldn't actually be megaleach at the conclusion of the thirty days of, of nazirus upon the birth of his son it's just when he finishes counting the one hundred days. He's Megaleach, and he brings two sets of Karbanos, one for his own Nazirus and one for the Nazirus of his son. That's how Tosos explains. Again, back on Daf Yud Gimelam and Beis. So again, so if it's La'achar Shivim, the baby is born more than 70 days into one, his 100-day Nazirus, so Tzoser Shivim, he counts the Nazirus of his son for 30 days, and those 30 days don't count toward the 100 days, because no Nazirus could be for less than 30 days. So since he's not going to be able to count the entirety of the Nazirus Beno within the uh, the Nazirus of his 100 day Nazirus, he's going to have to count the Nazirus separately for his son and separately for the 100 days. That is the Mishnah. Only two cases in the Mishnah
Mishnah, we have a case where the son is born less than when he's observed less than seventy days of Nazirus, and a case where the son is born where he's observed more than seventy days of the one hundred day Nazirus. So says the Gemara Amarav, a person who says Rav comes with the Chiddush. Again, this Chiddush of Rav is going to be the basis of the entire rest of the Daf. So a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir, Stam Nazir when my son is born. And I'm accepting a 100-day Nazirus. And then, Yom Shivim. The, the baby is born on day 70. So our Mishnah spoke about what happens if the baby is born before day 70. And it spoke about what happens if the baby is born L'achar Shivim, after day 70. It never spoke about what happens when the baby is born on day 70. So Rav says, if the baby is born Yom Shivim, so then Olu Lakan Lakan. Then that counts, day 70 counts, for both uh, his, uh, for both Nazirus, for the Nazirus of his 100-day Nazirus, and for the Nazirus on account of the birth of his son. So he only needs to count 29 more days, and uh, that will count for both Nazirios, and he's Megaleach on the 100th day of the Nazirus, which is the 31st day of Nazirus Beno. So the Gemara asks from a Mishnah on Rav, Tanan, our Mishnah says that Noladol Ad Shivim, that if the baby is born up until day 70, and, and presumably uh, uh, on day 70 itself, lo hifsid klum, he doesn't lose anything, and he's mashlim the meyayom, and the 30 last days count for both the Nazirus Pino as well as the meyayom Nazirus. So says Gemara, but wait, you're telling me not just that he didn't lose out, if Rav is correct, that day 70 counts as, uh, as, as two separate days, so why would the Mishnah say lo hifsid klum? It kure mitkar, it's better than that. He benefits by the, the birth of a son. And the Tana should have mentioned that he's marviach yom echad. Because had the son not been born on day 70, he could only have been megaleach on yom meaviechad, on, on day 101, um, from the day that he started his Nazirus. And now he gets to be megaleach on day 100. So the Gemara answers, El abadinu delolisni Ad Shivim. Really, the Mishnah should not have said that Nola Loben Ad Shivim, that he doesn't lose anything. The Mishnah should have said that the Nazir is Marviach Yomechad. It should have said that he benefits one day. But only because the Seifa says, the Seifa of the Mishnah says that Achar Shivim, that if the baby is born, after more than 70 days of the, uh, of the, the, into the Nazirus, of his 100-day Nazirus, so Sir Shivim, so uh, he loses out by the, the son being born, because then he's not able to count the days of Nazirus, of the, uh, of the birth of the son, toward the days of the 100-day Nazirus. So he's going to have to add extra days beyond the Mea Yom in order to be Mashlam's Nazirus. So Katani Reisha, that's why it says in the Reisha, in a similar Lashon that it has in the Seifa, that up until Shivim, he doesn't lose out. Even though it's not just that he doesn't lose out. He benefits, he gains. But since the Seifa is going to tell me about he may lose out by weeks, he may lose out up to 29 days, he could lose out a lot of days. So when the Reisha wants to tell me about... Uh, a case where he's not going to lose out even though he might be Marviach Yom Echad, it just says Lo Hifsid that he's not going to lose out. So again the Lashon, as you have oftentimes in Meseches Nazir, it seems like Iker Chasim in Sefer, the way the Rishonim understand it, right? Meaning it's, uh, it, it really should have said, Mishum de Katani uh, you know, that Acha Shivim um, that, that he's Mafsid, Katani Resha Eino Mafsid, right? But uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't say that it just says uh, Shivim, Shivim Okay, Acha Shivim, Shivim So uh, we don't really, uh, but you have to fill 
fill in the blanks when you're learning Maseches Nazir. So that's, uh, so that's what the Rishonim do a good job of doing. So the Gemara asks on Rav from the Seifa of the Mishnah, Tashamami Seifa, but you read Vaiter in our Mishnah and you come to the Seifa of the Mishnah and it says, Nolad Achar Shivim, if the son is born more than 70 days into his 100-day Nazirus, so sir Shivim. He stops his Nazirus, he counts the Nazirus below. So according to Rav, even if the son is born on day uh, 70, uh, 71, he doesn't have to be mafsuk the Nazirus, because the Yom Haleda is Olo Lakan Lakan. So uh, the, the, he can begin the Nazirus below on Yom Shim Vechar, and he can finish it on the 100th day of his Nazirus. So says Gemara, my Acher, you know what? When we said that if the son is born Achar Shivim, when it says it doesn't mean day 71. It means achar It means the day after day 71, which is after the Nazirus is totally over, meaning that, that which is, uh, the, which is uh, the, the, the meaning he's mafsik the Nazirus dafka if it's no loben from Yom Shivim Mishnayim and on, but not from day 71 and on, but from day 72 and on. So achar means way after, not just, not, not miyad achar, not immediately after. So the Gemara rejects this tarots, because then it turns out that only if uh, the baby is born on day 72 is he mafsik the nazirus, aval achar mamish but if the baby was born on, uh, uh, on, on day 71 meaning right after 70 days have been observed then my, what would the din be? So hachinami, the din would be that the lo sasar, that he doesn't have to be mafsik the nazirus and it's ola, it counts toward both ihachi, if that's the case that according to Rav, if it's on Born on day seventy-one, it's not so, sir. So my irio detani. Why did the Mishnah say in the Reisha nolad ad shivim lo hivsid klum afilu? Achar shivim. Why does it say only up until day seventy? It's lo hivsid klum. Even if you say ad the ad bechlal up until and including day seventy, it's not only up until and including day seventy. Even on day seventy-one, nami ha'amrit lo sasar. We also said you don't have to be mafsik the nazirus, and the yemei nazirus count for both. It counts for the one hundred day nazirus and for the nazirus beno. So why does it say in the Mishnah ad shivim not ad shivim ve'echod? No, must be when the Mishnah says Shivim, it means Shivim Mamish. It means day seventy-one. That even in such a case, he will have to stop his nazirus of one hundred days in order to count the stam nazirus upon the birth of his son, because the day of the leda is not going to count toward the nazirus of the son. So if that's the case, he can't be mashlim the nazirus within the one hundred days of his original nazirus against. Rav, who thought that the day of the Leda counts as day one of Nazirus Beno. So the Gemara says, V'chein masnisin l'rav shmamina, that uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, from the Mishnah we see, not like Rav, right? Meaning that's uh, again one of these Nazirus Lashonos, but from the Mishnah we see, not like Rav. That's Atosus and the Rush. And this is uh, what they call a Lashon Mishuna, uh, because Lashon Nazir is Mishuna from all of Shas. That's what she invents us right in the name of Rabbeinu Azriel that the Lashonos that we have in the Sechus Nazir are just off, they're just different than the rest of Shas. So when we say, we say, Masnisin Larav, Shmamina, we're saying the exact opposite of what it sounds like we're saying. Not that the Mishnah goes like Rav, but that the Mishnah is very clearly against Rav. So the Maskana of the Gemara is that if a child is born on day 71, he's Mafsuk the Nazirus, he counts the Nazirus Pino, and then he finishes his original Nazirus, even though uh, from the day of the Leda Saben, there's another 30 days until the 100, 
we don't count those 30 last days toward the main Nazirah, toward both Nazirah simultaneously, because the, the actual day of the birth of the child is, is, is counted toward his 100 day Nazirah, but is not counted toward the 30 days on, of the birth of a child. And up until the 100 days of his Nazirah, so you only have 29 days left. And therefore, you, you, you set aside his 100 day Nazirah, you count the Nazirah Beno, and then it'll be Mashlim the 29 days. So even though we said that if a person says, Harini Nazir Ben Vinazir, so we said earlier, so Tosos points this out, we said earlier that he's no Ixtein Nazirios of Shloshim Yom. And if the Ben is born on, on the first day of his Nazirus, he counts 30 days and he counts Lashneim. Uh, so we have to be Mechalik. when he says, Harini Nazir Ben Vinazir, since on the day of the latest uh, Ben, he began to count his own regular Nazirus, that's when it can count toward both of them. But if he said, Harini Nazir Ben Ume Achshav where the Mea Yom was already underway, then the day of the Leda Saben is not going to count as day one of the Nazirus of the Leda Saben. So if he had two Nazirus of Shloshim Yom, one upon Leda Saben, and one that starts today, and the Ben is born today, so then they, they, they go in concert with each other, and uh, they both start today. Even though the sun was born that day, we start the 30-day count on the day the sun was born. But in our case, where it's a 100-day Nazirus, and he's already into the 100-day Nazirus, and then the sun is born in the middle of that, the day the sun is born doesn't count toward day one of the 30 days from the latest Haben. So now the Gemara explains who, who, which Tana Rav could be based on, because Rav seems to be saying an enormous Chiddush over here, that you're going to have one day that's going to count toward the uh, Nazirus of, uh, it's, it's going to push him up one day uh, in his Nazirus of Mea Yom, that he can be able to be on, uh, on, on Yom Mea, he doesn't have to wait till Yom Mea Ve'echad, so Rav Keman Which Tana is Rav basing his Shita on that the Yom Leda is Ola Lekan Lekan? Uh, that the Yom Leda uh, goes uh, in both directions. Certainly, the Tan of our Mishnah, we said, clearly assumes not like Rav, um, that the Yom Leda only counts toward his Nazirus and not toward the Nazirus Beno, right? So, uh, so, so uh, we have to understand wh- which Tan Rav based himself on. Maybe you're going to tell me. So we have two possibilities. Possibility number one, that Rav is assuming like the Sheet of Abishaul. What's the Sheet of Abishaul? Nothing to do with Nazirus, but it has to do with counting and with cheshbening. So we're going to have such a creative accounting, according to Abba Shaul, in a different area of halacha. Ditnan, there's a Mishnah in Meseches Moed Katan. Third part of Meseches Moed Katan is about halachos of Avelus. Really, Meseches Moed Katan is about Chalamoid uh, for the most part, but uh, the third part is about Avelus and Nidoy and Charamim and Shamta, because those are also all the dinim of Nidoy, Cherim and Shamta are also dinim of Avelus. That's what Shachar often points out, that, uh, that, that what the, all the Nihugim of someone who's put in cheirim are nihuge avelus. He's just observing avelus for himself, even though he's still alive and breathing and walking. So all the dinim of avelus are put together with all the dinim of nidri cheirim and shantim. Anyway, in that mishnah in meseches ma'id katan, it says hakoveres meso. If a person buries a relative shlosha yamim kodem l'regel three days before yom tov, so he only gets to observe three days of shiva before yom tov comes. But Shiva. The Yom Tov stops the Avelus. It stops the Shiva. He doesn't have to be Mashlim, the, uh, the Yemei Avelus. 
And, 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 but if it's Shmona Yom Kodom Regal, if he buries his mace eight days before Yom Tov, so the, se- the seven days of Avelis are, are over before Yom Tov starts, yeah, so he, he's being knowing Avelis Shloshim for just one day, but the Menachem Shloshim, the Yom Tov can cancel out the rest of Shloshim. He does not need to be Mashlim, the Shloshim, after Yom Tov is over. And uh, this Avel, who buried his mace, Shmona Yom Kodom Regal, Umutur Erev Haregel, he could take a haircut on Erev Yom Tov, Lekavad Yom Tov, haircut, there are a number of halachos that are relevant during Shiva, other halachos that are relevant during Shloshim, and for Aveim, fewer halachos that are relevant during Yud Beis Chodesh. Taking a haircut is definitely Asr Kal Shloshim, right? That's not just a Shiva thing. During Shiva, you have different halachos, you have Nisar Rechitza, and Sicha, and Tashma Shamita, and Nitlis Asandal, and Talmud Torah, but uh, Shloshim, he's not allowed to uh, to take a haircut. For Aveimo, he's not allowed to take a haircut for even Yud Beis Chodesh, not just for uh, for Shloshim, but by Avimo there's a kula actually that if uh, someone tells them that he looks uh, that people will tell him that he looks totally unkempt and that he looks uh, uh, unpresentable, so then he's allowed to uh, he's allowed to get a haircut. So that's a discussion Achronim. So does that have to keep on happening, right? Meaning once he gets that first haircut, can he then get regular haircuts, or does he have to wait actually And what happens if he just happens to have a very polite group of friends, right? Everybody he hangs out with is just very sweet and very nice and uh, would never say anything to anybody else. Or what happens in the opposite? You know, his wife just keeps telling everyone, tell him he looks disgusting, tell him he looks disgusting, right? So, uh, so does that uh, automatically uh, give him, okay, so that, those are the uh, details of that halacha. But uh, normally during Shloshim, you're not allowed to take a haircut. So this guy, it's not, it's not mistaver at all. We're saying that the regal is going to be mevatal the Shloshim, the Shloshim that he only observed for one day and, and, and uh, because of that, he He's allowed to get a haircut before Yom Tov. I would have thought the Regal is Mavatal the Shloshim, but up until Regal, he's for sure still in Shloshim, and he's not allowed to get a haircut. But that's what it says. The covered Yom Tov, he's allowed to get a haircut. Vi'im lo siper, Erev HaRegel. But if he did not get a haircut, Erev HaRegel, then he's going to have to wait the full Shloshim uh, because the Avelis of Shloshim is, uh, is, is, is pushed away because of Kavara Regal but if this guy is not showing any Kavara Regal because he's not taking advantage of the, require, of the uh, requirement to, to, to um, make himself look nice and presentable for Yom Tov then the Regal is not going to be Mafsik as Avelis Shloshim it's amazing that's what Tos points out that, that the din of, of, of Regal being Mafsik Avelis Shloshim is not automatic it's it's a din in an opportunity to show covered for Yom Tov. But if you're not going to take advantage of that opportunity to show covered for Yom Tov, then good. Then there is no covered Yom Tov, and then the Avelis continues uh, as as normal. The, there is a machlokas Rishonim as far as Ruchitza and Kibbutz the covered Aregel uh, Shiva. The sheet of the Rivam is that only they only allowed Tispores betoch Shloshim, but they didn't allow Kibbutz for Ruchitza betoch Shiva. They didn't allow laundering and and bathing betoch shiva. The shita of the rivet is that rechitzas asura erev haregel because you could be rochitz beregel and kibus is mutter beerev haregel because you don't have to be mechabes beregel. But uh, you shouldn't wear begad mechabasim until uh, till the regel comes. That's a, now you, you may have noticed the the way this uh, mishnah started out was hakoveres meso shloshiyam kadam the regel. Our experience is not that way. Meaning we know that if a person dies on erev yamtiv, they try to get the kvura done right away. 
away, and then as soon as the kavur is over, sit even for an hour, sit for a few minutes, and as soon as the uh, they sit down for a few minutes on erev yom tov, so uh, it doesn't need to be three days; it's five minutes of uh, of avelus, and uh, they they uh, they have what they call not having a shiva. They had a shiva; it was just for five minutes, right? So the shiva is truncated into a very short period of time. There's no such thing as no shiva at all, right? If someone dies on yom tov, then they'll observe shiva. After uh, after Yom Tov, uh, the Yom Tov is not mevatel shiva that didn't start. The shiva has to start. So where does this idea come from that it's got to be for thirty days? So if you look in the Sechas Moed Katan on Daf Chafalif, it says, yeah, yeah, this three day idea is shitas be shamai. But Beisil holds uh, that kimen shenag avelus afilu shaachas kodem regel that even if you observe avelus for one moment, for one hour before the regel, but the men shiva. That's what Tosos and the Rush point out. The reason why be shamai holds you need dafka three days in order to be mevatel the shiva is because the ikra velus is really three days, right? The first three days are more chamur than the, than the days that follow. The primary days of uh, mourning are three days. So if you already observed those three days, the regals mevatel the lesser uh, intense you know, the days of lesser intensity. That's how uh, Rashi writes in Mesechus Moed Katan and Afyutas. And some say a different reason, that because three days are the Ikra Velos, as far as the Isra Nachas Tfilin and Asiyas Melacha and Yitzya Mi Pesach Beso, so that's what it's about. As others say that uh, because in Moed Katan it says that three, there are three days Lebechi and Shivala Hespid. So the Ikra Velos is three days. So whatever it is about those three days that makes it the Ikra Velos, that's what Beishamai is based on. That it's got to be three days of observing of Shiva, and only then can we say that the Yom Tov will be Mevatel the Shiva, but we don't pask in that way. We pask in any amount of observance of Shiva, and the Yom Tov will be Mevatel the Shiva. But if it's already more than seven days uh, before Yom Tov that he uh, observed Avelus, so then the Yom Tov is going to be Mevatel, uh, even Beishamai would agree, the Yom Tov is Mevatel Shloshim, even if he just observed Shloshim for, uh, for a few minutes. So Abishol disagrees with the Tanakama, and he he says this idea that you need to take advantage of the covered Yom Tov in order for the Yom Tov to help be Mavatal the Shloshim, not true. Abishol Omer, Afilu lo siper regal. Even if a person did not get a haircut before regal, Mutulisaper, Achar regal, he can get a haircut after the Yom Tov. Shekshem Shemitzah Shloshim Vatelis Kzera Shiva. Just like three days of observance of Shiva is going to be enough to allow the Yom Tov to be Mavatal the Shiva, Kach Mitzah Shiva, so too observing. Before Regel is Mevatel. Xera Shloshim will be Mevatel. The uh, need for Shloshim, he's not going to have to continue to count Shloshim after the Yomtov. So, since the Xera Shloshim is Batel, he's allowed to get a haircut after the Regel, even if he did not take a haircut uh, before, before uh, the Yomtov. So, my time at Abishaul, what's the basis for this second sheet of Tanayim of Abishaul? says that the seventh day is Mevatel, Xera Shloshim, Lav Mishim, Tuxav Shviyol, Lakan, Lakan. Isn't Abishaul saying? on both ends, right? That meaning day seven of Shiva was Erev Yom Tov. When does a person get up from Shiva? Uh, a person gets up from Shiva in the, in the morning, right? My mother's saying Shiva, she gets up this morning, she's going to get up in uh, whatever, after sunrise, she'll sit five minutes and she'll get up. Mitzvah Siyom Kikulo. So uh, we don't say Mitzvah Siyom, it's a different discussion. But Mitzvah Siyom, we do say Kikulo. So in the morning of Erev Yom Tov, the person is going to get up from Shiva. And then the rest of the day of Erev Yom Tov, that's their shloshim. So apparently that one day counts as both. So uh, so the tchila the, uh, counts for the completion of the shiva. The sofa yom counts for the beginning of the shloshim. So since
since you you began to be noheg shloshim before regel, it's batlam imenu gzera shloshim. So Rav who holds that yom shivim is all lulukan lulukan when it comes to nazirus has similar accounting, right? That day seventy started off before leidas beno, so that was day seventy of his uh, of his one hundred day nazirus, and as soon as the sun was born, it became day one of the nazirus beno. So it's all lulukan lulukan. He holds like abishol. So the gemara says, no, one's got nothing to do with the other. Dilma Adkan Lokamar Abishol. Abishol says that day seven will count as both uh, the last of the Shiva and the beginning of the Shloshim. El Baldeil Shiva Drabanan. We're allowed to do creative accounting when we're dealing with Adin Midrabanan, when we're dealing with Avelus Shiva, which is not a requirement Midaraisa. Mina Torah, Avelus is only uh, one day. It's only Avelus Yom Risha. And the Pasuk says in Amos, Va'achrisa Kiyom Mar, that Merirus Anemes is only Yom Echad. The Chacham were Mesakin to be knowing. Shiva to be knowing seven days of Avelus. Ah, they have an asmachta. The pasuk says by Yaakov Vinu, Vayasla Aviv Avel Shivas Yamim. So the Mefarish points that out, and Tosfos points out. Others say they derive from the pasuk in Amos, Vafachti Chagechem Laavel that Machad Shivas Yamim, Av Avel Shivas Yamim. That just like Chag is seven days, so Avel is also seven days. Tosfos might cut and the Rashi point out that others say they derive from the pasuk Vayasla Avel Shivas Yamim that Avel is knowing Dafka on during the daytime. Because it says Yamim Velo Lelos. Okay, fine, whatever. They're, they're, they figured it out that uh, that there's a din of Shiva Midrabanan. Avobin Nazir, but Nazir Dal Raisa. The Nazir is clearly. Nazir Shloshim Yom is derived from Kadosh Yen, the Gematria Shloshim, which we assume is a Drasha Midar Raisa. So, lo, so that Abishal is not going to say that you're allowed to be creative in how you count your Shloshim Yom. So, this day 70 is only going to count for his 100 day Nazirus. The Nazirus Beno is only going to start on the following day. So, Gemara brings another Tana that Rav might be based on. Since the uh, we, we took a shot with Abishal, didn't work, so we're going to try to find another Tana that Rav's unique Shita may be based on. He assumes like the Shita Rabbi Omer. Let's say a woman is a Zava Katana. During the 11 days, the Yulal Yom the 11 days where she's not eligible to become a Nida, she's only eligible to become a Zava, she bleeds one day. So in order to be Matar herself from her Tumma, she's Shomeris Yom Kenegad Yom. She has to make sure that she doesn't bleed the next day. Uh, so So on that next day, they Shech the Kabran Pesach and there's Zorik the Dam for her. On the second day from when she saw her dam. So on Yom Yud Gimel Nisan, she saw Ziva. On Erev Pesach, she uh, has to be Shomeris Yom, Keneged Yom, to make sure she doesn't plead on Erev Pesach. And she can go to the mikvah on Erev Pesach. And as long as she doesn't plead further that day, she's allowed to eat the Karm Pesach that night. So we might as well bring We don't know if she's going to plead yet. We have to see how it plays out. But since there's a chance that she doesn't plead on Erev Pesach, she goes to the mikvah, and, and if all works out well, she'll be able to go to the mikvah that, uh, that night. And then, uh, then it didn't work out. She saw Dam later that day. She's not allowed to eat uh, from the carbon Pesach, because right now she's Tameya. She does not have to bring Pesach Sheni, even though she never ate Pesach Rishon. Why is it that she's part from Pesach Sheni? The fact that she saw Dam later that day, doesn't that show that, uh, that it's Parah Adabra Lema? 
Freya that at the time of the Shechitas HaPesach she was really Tamea and therefore she wasn't Yotze the Mitzvah of Pesach Rishon so Lav Mishum Kasavar Mitzvah Kukulo isn't it because Rabbi Yossi is assuming that the beginning of that day of Erev Pesach where she didn't yet see Dam counts as Shomer Siyom Kineged Yom and she had actually become Tahore at that time Mikanu Labo Mitame and when she sees Dam later in that day in Erev Pesach she's only Tame Mikanu Laba and not Lemafreya so even though at the, by the end of the day she's Tamea at the beginning of the day it actually counted as a Shomer Siyom Kineged Yom and when they shechted the Karmen Pesach first she was actually Tahora so Rav will hold like Rabbi Yossi that the Yom HaLeidr could count as two different days there's the Tchilis Nazirus uh, of his own Nazirus and the Sof Nazirus of Nazirus uh, I'm sorry the beginning of the day for, to, toward his hundred days of Nazirus and the uh, and the end of the day toward the Nazirus Beno so it says Misav Rabbi Yossi Achi does Rabbi Yossi really hold that she's only Tami Mikan Alaba is that really how Rabbi Yossi thinks Shomer Siyom Kinegad Yom works that a woman bleeds on day one and then she knows that day two she needs to be Shomer Siyom Kinegad Yom and sometime in the middle of day two she bleeds you think Rabbi Yossi thinks that that means that up until that point on day two she was really Tahora Vatani we have a price Rabbi Yossi Yomer if you have a Zav who has two Re'ils, where they shach the Karm Pesach for him and the Zorik Adam for him, on day seven of his Shivanakim, the halacha is by his Zav is different than a Zava. A Zava will only need Shivanakim if she bleeds for three consecutive days. Uh, a Zav, even uh, two two days, uh, even two bleedings is going gonna, is gonna to require uh, Shivanakim. He just is only high of a Karban for the Ziva if it happens three times. So two times he already needs Shivanakim. So that's why it says Zav Balshtei Reios, where there's Shochet and Zorik Alav Bishvi'i on day seven of a Shivanakim. V'chein Shomeris Yom Kineged Yom, but more pertinent to us, a Shomeris Yom Kineged Yom, the woman who saw on day one, and then she was waiting on day two, Shashachtu V'zark where they did the Shchit and the Zrikot before she she bled on day two, and then she saw Ziva more, more blood on day two. Even though they're metam in the mafreya, anything that they sat on, and therefore the shechita happened while they were, as it turns out, tamei p'tur minasus pesach sheni. They're still put from pesach sheni. So you see from the brisa that Rabbi Yossi holds tamei l'mafreya, not tamei mikan l'abash. She was tamei the whole time, but for whatever reason, the carbon pesach that they brought for her counts. She's not going to need a pesach sheni. So my l'mafreya. What does it mean that they're tamei l'mafreya? So says Gemara midrabanan. No, it only means tamei l'mafreya midrabanan, but on a daraisa level, not tamei l'mafreya. So the Gemara brings a raya that the, the whole. It's only midrabanan. It's mistavra that it's only midrabanan. Because if you're going to hold that this tumul mafreya is even on a oraisa uh, level, I might pesach sheni. Then why wouldn't they have to bring pesach sheni if she was tummy at the time that they brought pesach rishon for her on a oraisa level? Then she should have to bring pesach sheni. So says not necessarily a raya. Maybe she's tummy lemafreya midoraisa, but to home deziva hitiru. Tumas Tahom means a Tumah that we didn't know about, couldn't know about. So when you have an unknown Tumah Ziva, maybe they were Matir, Karben Pesach is Halach Moshe Messinai, like their Matir, Tumas Tahom of a mace. So we hear also, when they shechted the Karben Pesach for the Shomer's Yom, they didn't know if she was going to see more Dam that day. If she does see more Dam that day, it will turn out that she was Tameh the whole time. But we can't know that. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mysterious Tumah. So we learn from Allah Moshe Messinai that someone who's Tameh with Tumas Tahom and they shechted
Pesach, the Karm Pesach is put from doing a, uh, a Pesach Sheni. The, uh, that's, that's the idea of Tumas Tahom. And the Gemara brings uh, that even Rabbi Oshaya holds like this answer that Tumal Mafreya is only Midraban. Where do we see Rabbi Oshaya holds that way? Titania, Rabbi Oshaya Omar, Haroa Zov Bishvi'i. If a Zov sees a flow of Ziva, on day seven of his shivanikim, b'shvi shalo, soser shalafanav. It ruins his whole uh, shivanikim, and he's going to have to start counting the shivanikim all over again. Vamle Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said to Rabbi Yoshaya, why does it ruin his shivanikim? Lo nistar eliyomo, let it only be ruined the day that he saw on, and let him just count one more day of tahara. So the Gemara discussed, Manushak, what do you mean, let it be soser just that day? Isasar, that's not how shivanikim works. When someone is observing shivanikim, if there's a stirrat to Shivan Akim, the whole Shivan Akim goes away. Is Sasar, Kulu Sasar. You want to tell me it's not Sasar, that the Shivan Akim is over already? Good, so tell me it's not Sasar. E lo Sasar, if it doesn't ruin the previous day, then lo of lo yomo. It shouldn't be Sasar that day of Shivan Akim either. Ela no, what Rabbi Yochanan really meant to say is that if he sees Ziva on day seven, it shouldn't be so or anything, even that day. Why? Because when day seven of the Shiva Nikim started, so he had five minutes of day seven of Shiva Nikim with nothing happening. Good, it's Shiva Nikim are now over. And he's, he's completed the Shiva Nikim. What happens when he sees uh, something later that day? That's new, that's brand new, that's Mikan Lahaba. That shouldn't affect anything. That's Rabbi Yochanan's Taina, Tarv Oshaya. So Rabbi Oshaya responded to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi you're, you're holding like Rabbi Yossi to Amar Mikan Laba Metame. Rabbi Yossi holds about a Zav that they shechted Karben Pesach for on day seven, and then he saw Ziva later that day. That he will not have to bring a Pesach Sheni because whatever Ziva he sees later that day is only brand new Tumah. That it's not, it doesn't affect his Tumah status Lumafreya. So at the time they shechted Karben Pesach, he was fine. So the Gemara explains how could Rabbi Yossi say that Rabbi Yossi holds Mikan Laba for Rabbi Yossi Lumafreya to Amar? So didn't Rabbi Yossi? Say beferush that he's mitami mishkavu moshev lemafreya. Ah, so it must be that we were right that our suspicion was correct. My lemafreya midrabanan. Then Rabbi Yossi says he's mitami mishkavu moshev lemafreya. That, that's not midaraisa. It's only on a drabanan level. But on a daraisa level, he's already fully tahar. Rabbi Yossi, so the Gemara says, okay, let's try to figure out what Rabbi Yossi is talking about, though. Rabbi Yossi, mikhti, mikhti, let's analyze Rabbi Yossi. Summer, mikhtasayom, kikulo. He obviously holds mikhtasayom, kikulo. And therefore, when day seven of the, ta- of, of the Shivan Akim started, bitahara, that was it. Mikhtasayom, kulo. The Shivan Akim are over. So too, Shomer Siyom, Kenegad Yom, one day of, uh, of, uh, of, of Shmira, or a few minutes of Shmira, bitahara, and it's good. So, Zavagamuro, what happens if you have a, a, a woman who's a Zavagadola? She saw for three consecutive days. The Maisa Karban, that uh, she's going to bring a Karban. How does that ever happen? Meaning, the only way a Zavagadola will bring a Karban, will be a Zavagadola, is if she bleeds for three straight days. It can never happen. Because when day two starts, she's not bleeding. So then that's it. That, that, that we, we, whatever uh, happened yesterday is now ignored. It's over. Because with Siam Kukulo. So you're never going to have a case where she actually bleeds for three straight days. Halachically. 
given the chazi bepalgid yomi, if a woman sees dam in the middle of the day, idach palgid yomi salik idach palgid yomi. The the first half of the day that she didn't see dam on salik la l'shimor counted as the shomer siyom kedegid yom and and got rid of her tuma. So iba yisemet the kashavat tlasa yomi badei adadi. So one possibility is how does she become a zavgadola? She's like hemorrhaging. She's just bleeding and bleeding and bleeding and bleeding without stopping. So she never had a little bit of a mikza sayom to count toward a shomer sayom kinegad yom. Or another possibility. She saw for three straight days by reels that happened close, that she started to see right before shkia that continued ad halayla. So since she saw on day one before shkia and that reia continued into the night and on day two also at that same timing. So then you can have three consecutive days of reels that the yom rishon that since she saw right, right before shkia zacham is day one and since it was mamshik into the laila she doesn't have a Shomer Yom Kinegid Yom at the beginning of the next day and Vaita on the following day. There was no time at the beginning of the day for us to be able to say a Mitzvah Siyom Kulo and that's the only way that a Kuntar woman can become a Zavah Tomorrow we will begin the third parak of Maseches Nazir.